Welcome to episode 374 of Texting, hosted by myself, Justin Vincent, and the inimitable Jason Robert. Hello, Jason. How are you, sir? I'm uh, doing great, man. That's Just, cool. Uh, another beautiful weekend in southern, sunny Southern California. Nice. It is pretty nice. Well, in where we are in Moorpark, it's been a bit strange, the weather. I mean, it's been kind of cold, but there's been some people. Well, they call too. it Grey May. Yeah, is that that that's what it's all about? Okay. Yeah, gray May and uh, June gloom because it's the the roll off uh, from the ocean. The first part of the day sometimes can be a little overcast. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Exactly that's right. Like by ten o'clock, it's always good. Yeah, it's, a, it's like if you're over in like Santa Monica or something like that. It's like always, it's like almost always um, overcast until like lunchtime or something. So uh, what we got going on today? What's 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 on the docket? Um, I trust you brought some links. Oh, well, some did Ponce's. I bring some links? Did you I post some stuff to Discord all the time? I mean, you're just like a little, you're like a little Discord bunny. I mean, you're just running around like. <laughs> well, uh, look, I, I'll I'm tell like, you does what. this guy do any work? Is he just like. Oh, oh, I, I definitely do do work mm-hmm. a lot. Working super hard. And in fact, mm-hmm. I do more work than I want to. What I really mm-hmm. want to do is to just dive in and do. The play strong SEO work, the um, the the content pillars of play, of play strong, the mm-hmm. content pillar SEO strategy. You know what that is? GPT. No, well, yeah, but you know what like content pillars means, right? Right, and then you're going to build other pieces that are linked to it. Yeah, exactly. So then, then that's going to bring in that's going to bring in loads of traffic, and we're going to become very, very wealthy with billions of sales, and life is going to be good. Well. You just hold on to that dream. <laughs> well, um, we're not doing too bad. Um, revenue this so we're, it's April thirtieth today, so it's we've got a full, pretty much a full month of revenue. We did twenty three thousand this month. We did thirty six thousand last month, which is pretty nice. But how um, much of those were one offs versus subscriptions, or had to do with that event thing? They're they're all um, one offs. Every sale of those is a okay. one off. Okay. Um, in terms of the event. I think we're probably running at around in this last month about I think uh, um about 10,000 of it or no about 8,000 of it was regular sales and 12,000 of it was events. Okay. Or 12 to 14,000. That I don't have the exact numbers, but that's kind of what Okay. It is. But it's pretty cool. And then once the event's done, um then I'll be able to repurpose it and put it as recorded material on the site and sell courses and that'll be good because we make more uh, of a split from that. I'm not going to go into the specific splits, but we make a better split from the stuff that we just serve um, that's pre-recorded and sold in that way. Actually, the um, the event itself has been interesting just to to manage the tech of it. Mm-hmm. So I've bought, I've found these little wireless uh, Lavalier mics. So mm-hmm. and so I've got two sets of mics. I've got uh, like you plug in a little uh, like USB dongle into your laptop, and mm-hmm. then 
it can power two Lavalier mics that will both just sort of speak into it and everyone will hear it. And so there's going to be one computer uh, as a Zoom user um, filmed on the, you know, rec- facing the, the people who are speaking. And so when whenever they speak with the Lavalier mic, like the, the computer is going to connect them. Actually, I'm just going to have, I'm just going to use one mic and be charging the other one and so that so that I can keep switching them over. Mm-hmm. And then for audience participation, I've got another Zoom user who's, on a computer that's going to be facing the audience. And I've got these uh, just mics to hand out, wireless mics, same same uh, Wi-Fi concept, just with the dongle, but mm-hmm. like be handing them around the audience and then they'll be asking questions. But because because Zoom, uh, you know, auto switches the camera to the person yeah. who's speaking, it's going to look good. It's going to look like some kind of TV production. You know, it's going to be like, oh yeah. Where's <laughs> the taking place? Um, in, the, in the Center for Connection, so... Basically, um, the, uh, Tina Payne Bryson, who is uh, Georgie's boss, um, who's the writer of The Whole Brain Child, she's uh, pretty successful. And they have the Center for Connection, which is a place for kids' mental health. And I mean, it's hu- they've, they've become so big now. Mm-hmm. Like they have, t- I don't know, they've, they've got this building that has, I don't know, 30 offices, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. And that's here in LA or something? Or yeah, where? right there in LA. Yeah, just... Um, it's in um, Pasadena, um, just down. Uh, uh, what's the What's the main drag called? Col- Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. So it's it's it's. Well, I, would you say up or down? Good news is you can't tell me if I'm wrong or right when I say up or down this time. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> so, you're, but you're, I, I think of it. I think of it as up, <laughs> okay. but that's probably means it's down. Um, but yeah, it's near PCC. <laughs> okay. In in that direction. Pasadena um, City, City College. Yeah. Okay. So okay. it's going to be good. There's going to be six. There's, there's sixty people in the room, um, and it's that's going to be quite twi- quite a tight squeeze. And then there's like about two hundred people online. Okay. We're good. That's good. Yeah, it's nice. So that's that's that. That's that. Um, so that's the play strong update. That's the that's the play strong update. Yeah, I'm pretty pretty happy with that. Um, I mean, I can I can keep going on different things, but in terms of actual links, what do I have that's got actual links? Uh, you didn't bring any stories. I thought you were gonna. I thought that's what you were in Discord for. Well, sort of, you know, I was gonna, I was gonna bring your, a lot of stories this time, but thoughts I've, I've been so I've been so wrapped up in the release of True Space, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm working for True Space again, and I'm building their new platform, and um, we're actually launching it tomorrow. Okay. So that was kind of why I'm a little bit in the middle of a rush. Got a little it. bit of a push here. So you yeah. got nothing. Is that what you're telling me? No, I got I got stuff, but just not link stuff. Okay. What about you? Uh, well, you're you the, you're the host, you're man. Being, you're supposed you're to bring You're being so smug. Okay, okay. Here's here's the host. Here's the host. Hey. Hey, Mr. Mr. Non-host. What links you got? No, 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 no. You're supposed to bring the links. You're supposed to serve them up. So you have so you have nothing as well? I could I don't know. Okay, look, 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 let me just say this. Um, in the Math Academy channel, there has been a huge amount of chatter since the last time we spoke. There's been screenshots, people saying good things, people giving feedback, so much stuff. About so what? That's what that's why you're here. I don't know what you're talking about. You talking about Math Academy or you're talking about something else? I'm not sure. Math Academy. Talking. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Did you want to talk about anything in particular? Yeah, you released you released some a, a new update to the software, uh, which was a very nice looking update. There's there was a few bugs with that 
with that software that you, as you released that have been yeah yeah i mean we did the um we the more expanded um knowledge view, view profile so it's like mm-hmm. you come in and you're taking a course in i don't know calculus or something and oftentimes you'll have a lot of missing prerequisites from lower courses and you'll it, it's helpful to understand you know how much of the lower course do you know do you know 98% of it do you know 85% of it i mean what right and um before we had this that was unclear to people right so it's a bit opaque so this is like a deeper dive into into the into the diagnostic process is the diagnostic process or just no it's, it's not really diagnostic it's like just what you know right i mean we, we the diagnostic does tell you how much you know of the current course and it does list out all the missing foundational prerequisites but this gives you a complete view of any of the of your current course up to two lower courses yeah and one more advanced course if uh you're because if you're doing if you've mastered some of a more advanced course so sometimes what happens is as you get towards the end of a course the algorithm will def- will determine that it's more efficient to serve you topics from a more advanced course that will allow you to not only m- learn new material, but also review material that's due for review in the current yeah. course. Does that make sense? So, yeah. so you could, so when you start off, you, you could be doing an algebra one or something, you go into algebra two. And by the time you start it, you already know six, seven, 8% of it as a result of that. Did you release that? You, you posted a note. I can't remember. Did you release, release that? Uh, okay, I'm releasing this, and now I'm going to lunch. Mm-hmm. Or did you say I'm going to lunch, and then I'm going to come back and release it? Right. That the was second. number two. No, I've learned that the hard. <laughs> I don't ever release and walk. You know, yeah, release and walk is like a you know that's just asking for trouble. It's like you know deploying on a Friday night or a Friday before you leave the right. office. I mean, that's just like it's just asking for trouble. So. Um, even if you're like, oh, this is going to totally work. There's no problems. I've tested this out thoroughly. It's just, you know, because such a crappy feeling when you're like, you're eat, you just order your food, you're about to sit down, all of a sudden you have all these, you know, messages coming through or email support emails, or more often than not, I'll start I'll start seeing a lot of um, error messages on uh, so one of our error, our Slack channel that, you know, tracks the error messages, and you're like, oh god, you know, mm-hmm. I gotta hurry up and go home. So. So try not to did, do that. How did it go? Did it was was there any? Yeah, I mean, I mean it worked. It went fine. You know, I think. Um, well, see the the biggest the biggest problem with it. The the difficulty is that some in some courses people have taken not what we call non holistic diagnostics. So, for instance, if you took a diagnostic for calculus, okay, and if you took the non-holistic, which means I, I just want to know, is there, do I have any missing prerequisite, foundational prerequisites for calculus? I don't care about stuff that's in pre-calculus that is not pertinent to calculus. I don't care about any missing statistics or probability or combinatorics or matrix algebra, any of that stuff. I don't care about it, right? Does that make sense? Yeah, so it's, so it's not doing a deep dive diagnostic. It's doing a one-subject diagnostic. It's doing a one, the current subject, but but the stuff in the lower subject that's that you have to know to master the current subject, right? Okay, right. but not anything in the lower course that does not pertain to that. Okay, right. Okay, and the reason for the lower courses we do a holistic because um, they're not that much longer than the non-holistic, and also because typically 
you know, if you have a kid taking fifth grade math or pre-algebra, mom and dad are like, yeah, I want to make sure my kid knows everything in lower courses, right? Like that's, that stuff's all kind of important, right? Yeah. And whereas if you get to calculus or something, you know, you're in high school, you're in college, time's at a premium. You're like, I, I can't, I can't, um, I can't worry about all this other stuff, but also the diagnostics are like two and a half, the holistic diagnostic made two and a half times longer. Right. So instead of a 30 question diagnostic, you're taking 90, 75, 80, 90 questions. And that's like, why is that a problem with what you just released though? Okay. So here's the problem. If you took the non-holistic diagnostic, and so you took 30 questions, 30, 40 questions instead of 90 questions, right? Yeah. The system says, all right, well, this is how much you know of this course is missing foundations. But then you look at this knowledge profile and you're like, oh, okay, I know how much I know of calculus. And it says, oh, the knowledge profile for pre-calculus is incomplete because we don't know. I don't know if, mm. I don't know what you know of statistics or probability or matrix matrices or comment. I don't, I, I don't know. And yeah. so if you want to, if you want a complete picture, you need to take a supplemental holistic diagnostic and then we can have a complete picture. Um, yeah. But, but so it's just kind of like, and then that takes that, that that's like, Oh shit. Then I've got to do like this 90 question thing. Got it. Well, well they don't have to, they have to, because we can, we can count everything that they did take. What we do is okay. any test questions, whether it's a quiz or a diagnostic that you've answered in the last 45 days, we will count that. We won't count something you take three or four or five months ago because you may not know it anymore. Right. Right. But if any time that's in the last 45 days, we'll say, okay, you know it. You, you probably still know it. Um, so if you just took a if you just took a non-holistic diagnostic a month ago and you're like, ah, you know, I want to get a more complete picture, then you know, you those 40 questions you answered in the non-holistic still count towards it. So the que- the diagnostic won't be that much longer. Okay. But if but if yeah. you're taking it from scratch, yeah. you know, you sign up to this course, you're like, geez, man, this thing's like a long test. You know, it's like you you don't want to make it any longer than it has to be. So what we do is anything above sort of like the algebra one level, you yeah. know, or, you know, we, we default it to non-holistic just because I just think a lot of people are, they're itching to get started. They're like, all right, let me just take this diagnostic and get rolling. And if you make them answer 90 or hundred questions, they're just like, damn dude, you know, like, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I may not have the juice to finish it. So it's not exactly an error. It's just, um, it's just an interesting user journey. You need to work out how to message Well, we it. did. It's just, yeah, the thing is, it's like, okay, so now what you do is you say at the top, you say this is, the knowledge profile for this course is incomplete. If you would like to, and then you hit more if you want to read more about it, more if you would like a complete, to complete knowledge profile, go to settings, select holistic, and then take, re- take retake diagnostic, and you, you will blah, blah, blah. Got so. It. It just That's, makes sure I had to get all that right, you know? Yeah. And there's yeah. a little bit of... Um, Have you had any other feedback about it? I mean, did anyone say they like or, or they didn't like or... You know, I just like one one mom said it was cool. She's like, oh, this is really neat. My daughter, she's like her daughter came and and took the holistic... Or so, oh no, I'm actually I'm, I'm mixing that with another thing. We have another thing called a supplemental diagnostic I'll tell you about in a second. But <laughs> no, not really. Um... Nobody's really said anything at all. It was the thing that you wanted to get out. Well, no, it's a question that people ask all the time. People all the time ask, well, how much do I know my lower course or how much of this lower stuff do I have left to do? I remember V-Raptor asked that at some point. I think he was like, well, how I know I'm, I know I'm missing 
I know I'm missing foundational prerequisites. Um, and I've done a bunch. I, I just, I don't know how many I've left it, which is a natural well, question to ask, right? Like how much, you know, it says I'm, it says I'm this far through the course, but I, I'm doing a lot of lower course stuff. So what's my, where, where, where am I at? Right. That's what you want to know. And so we need to tell people that. And so now we're, now we're, now we're telling them. So it's a kind of thing. I mean, people don't always just like, like proactively send me an email, like, Hey, I just love this new feature. I mean, sometimes people do that. A lot of times they just like it. Great. I get, now I can see what I want. It's, right? it's foundational. Yeah. You know, talking about just before you go into your other thing, talking about Veraptor, who is a regular in uh, in mm-hmm. the Discord and is a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, he, since we last spoke, he signed up and started doing Math Academy for Reels, mm-hmm. and um, he's a very interesting way of doing it. And he's kind of crushing it. Um, mm-hmm. He's g- d- knocking in some XP, right? Um, he's knocking but he's, XP, he's, yeah. he's 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 doing like. Uh, you know, in in when he's standing in line or this kind of stuff, like he's doing like ten sets of six minutes a day. You know, he's like, okay, I've got six minutes here, I've got six minutes here, I've got six minutes here, and he's crushing the XP, right? Yeah, um, that is interesting. I mean, he uses it as opposed to like I'm going to sit down for a half hour, an hour, and just crank out some math. He does it in his spare time. I'm on the train or I'm bit in the line, whatever, right? And um, I, that was mention of the toilet. Toilets. <laughs> On the toilet. <laughs> you know, the the thing is, is that V-Wrapped, if he's doing it that way, he that means he's not using paper and pencil a lot of the time. Mm, it means he's just yeah. calculating these days. So he's like my like my son Colby, who has a lot of working memory and can do that. Most people can't do that very successfully. And they um and they just make lots of mistakes, right? So it's like I I don't recommend that. But if you're that person, if you're that kind of person, you got a lot of working memory and you can just like do all these calculations in your head, then it's then then you can do kind of what he's doing. I think Mark was the same way. Mark could kind of blast through stuff. I mean, look, when you take really high IQ people, high quantitative aptitude people who have a lot of working memory, they can just blow through this stuff, right? Um, but there's a whole well, range. And not, a lot of people, they just they need to sit down, they need paper and pencil, they need to be more... Mark showed me his uh, math academy notes, and it's like this giant scrollable page of like, you know, math equations and stuff. No, Mark. Mark. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. So he definitely. I mean, at least uh, for a lot, he he writes it down. I don't know if he does a lot. I mean, a lot of you just have to. I mean, probably what V Raptor does, and a lot of people, you can some of the stuff you can do in your head, and some of it you can't. Right. Right. So he'd be like, oh, this looks like the kind of thing I can do in line. I could just look at the stuff, think about mm. it. And I know the answer. This other stuff. Yeah. I'm going to have to sit down paper and pencil. Interesting. But, I mean, you, I mean, you may find, we may find out that he's, he's just doing his six minute breaks at the desk and he is do and he is using paper and pencil. Who knows? Yeah. But anyway, it was, it's nice to have him. Um, when he, when he started off, it was a bit, I felt like there was a little bit of tension because he had some feedback in the channel and mm-hmm. I was like, Okay, is 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 there tension here? Like, is the feedback gonna piss Master Jason off, or is it all gonna go down well? <laughs> I don't even remember. I don't even remember. I don't think I was pissed off. But it ended up pretty well. It ended up pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, um, I try not to take that feedback on a product too personally. You know, I mean, um, you know, all kinds of different people have a different kind of reactions to things. Some are representative of like what most people will feel about it, in which case you need to go, yeah, okay, this is, I've heard this before numerous times. I thought it myself. 
you know, reminds me we got to get on this. Sometimes people will say things you're like, yeah, that's, I don't know. <laughs> right? I mean, because yeah. you're going to get all kind of crazy suggestions. People are going to say all kind of stuff. Or, or, or where that's not crazy, it's just like it's it's very um, specific. Specific it, it, to it them. Idiosyncratic. Yeah. Yeah. Them, it's like, you know, like one thing I think he mentioned was like, he was like, well, I don't know if I like being timed or something. Right. And the, 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 but then there was a little confusion on the, on Discord because he was taking the, he took the, um, he took the, uh, the diagnostic over like a 10 hour period. And people were like, well, you shouldn't, you know, the, like maybe time, turn the timing off or what? That's what to me you said. I was like, dude, Justin, like, <laughs> you don't need to do it. every single, question is time so you can answer one question and then walk away and come back you know a month later whatever it doesn't matter right um i mean a month later because like i said we we take questions within a 45 day period but so you could do it over a couple days if you wanted to but we don't time anything other than quizzes it's the only thing we time yeah and the reason that's important is because if you don't time quizzes if someone takes 10 minutes to solve something they should be able to take 30 seconds they probably don't know it nearly as well as they need to know it Right. That's important. Like when I would, um, you know, when I went and assess a kid, sometimes they would send when I was teaching math academy in the school and they'd say, hey, this, you know, a student wants to do math. wants to, you know, just transfer it into school. Could you assess them or whatever? And I'd sit down with them. I go and I'd say, OK, can you uh, here's a trinomial. Can you factor this? Can you do this? And they get up there and they're like, um, they're kind of floundering around and they're kind of kind of getting it. And I'd be like, OK, gets. I get, that's enough. Like, let's move on to something else. Or if they did get it with a certain amount of hints and stuff, it's like you you sort of know it, but not nearly well enough. So right, we would yeah. need to. So it speed is important. It doesn't doesn't mean whether they do it in twelve seconds or thirty or forty seconds doesn't matter. But if it instead of but if it takes you four minutes, it's like yeah, you, this yeah. is really you barely understand it, and that's important, you know. But we also have sense. accommodations so students who have. You know, you may have like ADHD or autism or different types of learning disabilities or whatever, you know, recovering from a concussion. I mean, we have students with all kinds of different situations, you know, because Sandy emails back and forth with parents all the time, you know, and we're, we're trying and we're dealing with all kinds of different situations. And sometimes you need to say, well, this my student needs 50 percent more time or. 200 percent of the time or whatever it is, and they can do that. So instead of a fifteen minute quiz, it's the same the same number of questions, but you know, you get thirty minutes or something like that, or mm. forty minutes. And it's like really slows down. So sometimes you get like a really high IQ, high aptitude kid, but he has also has some what they call it twice exceptional. Yeah. And those kids, it's like, okay, he's young, so he's like can do the math, but he's like in first grade. <laughs> So it's like he's a little more time, right? He doesn't work with the same level of speed as a fourth grader might, right? Yeah. Just writing things down takes them longer or something, you know? So um, we, like I said, we have lots of different situations like that so we can accommodate. But speed is an issue. So but when you start coming in, if someone says, it's like, well, I don't, I don't think you need to do time stuff. It's like, well, that's not really true. Like if you're dealing with adults only – and adults don't aren't going to cheat themselves. They're not trying to get a grade or you know just get something over with to make their get their parent off their back. You know you can maybe view things in a different way. But we're dealing with with kids as well as adults, so it's kind of like look, 
stuff needs to be timed. And and, and and it's like, I don't want to tell people that they know stuff when they don't know it. You know, it's like, if you can't do this a certain amount of time, you don't know well enough. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it's just it. Well, um, was there was there any other Math Academy? We, we can front load with Math Academy and then move on to other stuff. Or was there, um, do you want to come back to it later? Well, speaking of the diagnostics, well, a couple things. Um, the one of the things that Sandy and I started talking, we had like four or five diagnostics completed, maybe more than that, maybe six or seven in the last two days. And a bunch of people just got body slammed. I mean, it was like, you are missing 268 foundational prerequisites. Right. Like, so you Whoa. see everyone that goes through. Yeah. Well, okay. we, I see, we see, see ourselves on the, um, on the foundational results, on the diagnostic results emails. Mm-hmm. Which is really important. So, like, we can under we can see this is the email that, that they got. Yeah. How do they do? So, if they come back and they have any feedback, we we know what the situation is, right? Um. Yeah, there's certain emails that we just like account for that that come to us uh, that we CC ourselves on, just so we can stay on top of everything. But um. And Sandy was just like, oh, she's like, we gotta. She's like, I think we need to like, um frame this a little differently and we, we already made one adjustment where she's like you know what do we they have so many missing foundational requirements like what and i and, and so we put in this line like don't worry <laughs> it's not uncommon to have a lot of missing foundational requirements they will be remediated as you progress through the course material right it's like don't worry it's okay hmm. but what we're one of the things we'd say is if you miss beyond below a certain over a certain threshold, you have over a certain number of prerequisite topics as a percentage of the lower course. We'll we'll recommend that you take that you move down to the lower course. But Sandy, Sandy brought it up to me, and I had this. I was thinking about it myself because I'm seeing the same email she is, and she's like, "I just, I'm not sure that's really still good enough because student signs up for." linear algebra and then we tell them they have you know 268 missing prerequisites and they should move down to pre-calculus or calculus or something like the deal is they may be missing a lot of stuff but they want to take the reason they're saying linear algebra because that's the course they want to take right yeah they don't want to take pre calculus they want to take linear algebra so as like i think what we need to do is to switch the orientation say okay you can these are your missing you, you are missing these prerequisites we will remediate them and alternative if you'd like you can move down to a lower course if you'd like to focus on those so that's something i'm going to do today is just changing the order it's like we're not going to recommend you move down if this is what you want to do we can make it work here's a suggestion so even the word lower course is problematic well it is a lower course but yeah no it is a lower course but just it this it just that just instills you with just a feeling of ugh. i mean couldn't you just call it foundational course this is a foundational course. I mean, I'm not, we don't say a lower course. We say the name of the course. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, this, I'm going to play word games with people. You know, I mean, that stuff, I think that stuff is silly. And that's one thing I'm not going to do is tell people something that isn't true or play word games. But what I will tell them is that you don't have to move down. Like we're not, rec- instead of recommending that they move down, a lot of times you don't have to. It's like, you can do this course. You're just going to have to do these prerequisites as you're going to have to have these remediated along the way. Right. Okay. But like, but personally I can't hear the word down without thinking, 
Oh, crawling up it, going into a ball makes me feel. It makes me feel sad. Bad. I I wish that it was foundation or prerequisite or something like that. So I I don't know if you used, but you said you don't use the word down on the system. So that's fine then. Yeah. No, but I mean, again, I think that's. It was sort of funny. Like, what was it? There was something on Hacker News today. There was an oh, was an or was it something about not using? Don't use the word just simply in documentation. <laughs> and the number one comment, which I totally agree with, he's like, to take be able to take the other side of this, maybe we should all just stop being such big babies, <laughs> you know? And that's right. It's like people can't be so sensitive take everything so personally and be such babies it's like give me a break right i mean it's like you know this is just a level of like ridiculousness that you just can't um humor because i'm not gonna humor that i'm not gonna say well don't say simply this people get the feelings i think you know what then don't use a product you know did they I mean? say where did it come from like why do why do people feel that way why do people feel like they're yeah like certain? is it is it like the new you know you know how like um, school has changed that like you're a second winner kind of concept. Well, it's all part you of know. that bullshit, right? You know, it's all part of this. You know, we've gotten so soft. Everybody's feelings. Everybody's so easily their feelings hurt, and nobody can hear the truth about anything. And then it's just, I think this is just horrible for society. It's like it's just a lack of clarity, lack of honesty. Everybody's just bullshitting themselves and everybody's bullshitting each other and deep down everybody knows the truth but nobody speaks clearly about anything and then and it's just because you just you just try and uh sugarcoat everything and then everybody's really confused well i thought my i thought my kid was doing really great it's like no not really i mean it's just we've lowered the standards so much that oh i you know i mean I, I have examples I could give. I can't give those specific examples. Because oh, well, I, this is going back to something that we actually haven't really spoken about on the show, but you've mentioned a, you've mentioned a couple of times um, in the Math Academy channel. Is I mean, we have spoken about it on and off, but it's it's just this idea of them lowering the standards and like letting go of algebra, you know, and things oh, like that. So bad. Well, there's this. There was a whole <laughs> thing came out. Ten year studies came out. Like I guess in San Francisco, they got rid of it. And and then in, they got said rid of, they got algebra, rid of algebra in eighth grade. Yeah. Huh. And the results came in and it turned out that because because there was a there was a discrepancy, black and Hispanic kids were doing so much more poor, poorly in math and these and these higher level math courses than um white and Asian kids. And there was a much lower ro- enrollment in those like, you know, AP courses or whatever, right? And so the brilliant solution was we will get rid of algebra in eighth grade, right? And we'll just make everybody will take courses. We'll all do it together, right? We'll put the we'll put the smart kids with the regular kids and no one will feel bad and we'll just all do the same stuff, right? Well, then it turned out that the black and Hispanic kids did as bad or worse. There was no improvement in the number of kids that were in these advanced courses and there were just as many white and hispanic kids because they all just took courses during the summer or were tutors or did other stuff they just the parents just had to spend extra money on all this stuff they just found another way to learn yeah, it which is you know i've been saying on the show for you now that's of course it's going to happen right this stuff is dumb so when you lower standards in public schools the primary people that you're hurting 
are the people you think you're trying to help. You have yeah. lower standard. And when you lower the bar, that's the bar where most people are going to go to. They're not going to exceed the bar. So just lower the bar and lower the bar and lower the bar. It's like, well, let's get rid of algebra. Let's get rid of, hey, let's not even do fractions. I mean, you know, screw it. Like, let's not even do math. You know, it's like, I got news for you. A lot of people are going to be doing a ton of math. It's just the people in the schools, the kids that are going to the schools are going to be completely enumerate. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I mean, there was a, just an article. I got to be honest. I haven't had a chance to read it. Sandy sent it to me. But it was an article that um, it says Stanford and Harvard revise high school math curriculum. Uh, let's see what this is. I think they're what their suggested thing. And they, let's see, let me get what they say here. They say, yes, Stanford, Harvard revised high school math curriculum recommendations exclude data science, right? So there's this push for like, well, we got to do data science because like that's where the jobs are, right? And like algebra is hard, <laughs> you know, calculus is hard. So let's just do like this sort of fluffy statistics stuff, right? And um, turns out people show up at Harvard, Stanford, and they can't do basic, you know, they can't do trig and algebra sufficiently well, or do any calculus, so they can't do their physics and econ. But how do and- they get into Harvard if they can't do it? Like, how did they even get in in the first place? I thought the whole point of the uh, admission process was you had to be like some genius. Not anymore. I mean, there's they've 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 taken away. I mean, University of California system in particular. They got rid of the of the standardized tests, and um, there there was like this huge inversion of the number of kids. Like the 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 better you did, a number of AP scores you took, or uh, the higher your AP scores and stuff, there was like a almost like an inverse correlation in terms of how people were being admitted to like the UC system. So, but what was highly correlated is if you went to a poor school district. So they were just doing this sort of weird admissions kind of the diversity thing. But it was kind of random. There are people who are getting these places and people not getting. They just got really random, right? So they were wow. not. That's the University of California system. Um, and Harvard and um, Stanford, in terms of the data science stuff, I mean, the reality is that you have to have a certain amount of rigor in your mathematics. Otherwise, there are just other science courses, econ, other types of quantitatively oriented subjects. You just can't do. Just can't do it. Right? It's not gonna, you, just, you just can't. You don't have the basic skills. It's like, it's like trying to be a history or English major and you can't really read. I mean, what, what, do you, what are we supposed to do? I, I've committed to you to doing Math Academy. I don't know if I, whether we said it on the show, but I said, did I say it on the show? You've said I'm it going a to times. do Math Academy when you release. So, but basically, this, yeah, yeah, that was right. We did say that last show. Yeah. I'm going to do Math Academy when you, when you do this show, HN. But I'm, I'm going to do it. And I'm, I'm honestly nervous about it because I don't know. I'm just going to, I'm just, I'm not going to do what Veraptor did. I'm not going to be. Well, like, I. Pulling in 120 XP every day. It's just going to... I mean... So I'm, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Well, you don't have to be look, nervous. I mean, I mean, look... I'm going to look bad. Here's the thing. I mean, it's it's better to be... It's like slow and steady wins the race. Like, yeah. if you just say, look, I'm going to do 30 XP a day, five days a week, yeah. that, you'll, you'll make great progress. You don't have to... You don't have to do 1,000 XP a week, you know? Just just stay consistent. Um. I just hope that I can actually do it because when I look at math, it literally looks impossible to me. It looks like Greek. So I just hope that the le- the leveling up of it is is really possible for someone like me. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. you just have to uh, do it. Yeah, it's like you could get in great shape if you want. You just got to do what the trainer says and do it every day. Do it six days a week. Well, I'm trying hard to 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 lose weight, and I'm telling you that's not easy either. Um, how are you doing, by the way, with your <laughs> with your Superman thing? Operation Superhero. Um, hmm. Yeah, so I'm st- I've been losing about a pound a week. I had to take a week off because I I think I mentioned I had the the knee the gout oh, yeah. attack on my knee, and then I was back on for two weeks, lost another couple pounds, and then my knee was bothering me. The same thing it was like it, it it didn't flare up. It was just like it was sort of aggravated and inflamed again. So I had to take another week off, and then I've been back on a week. So I'm I'm kind of. Um, you know, back back going. So, I mean, I've I've lost a total of like uh, 11, 12 pounds. I I measured myself because you you were like, I, well, I said to you, I'm about two twenty, and you were like, really? So I was I measured myself, uh, weighed myself. Uh, I'm two two three was the last weight I had. Two twenty three. Okay. Two twenty three, and but I just I'm, I just keep hovering between two twenty and two twenty five. Um, I have, I'm doing pretty regular exercise, like I like the last show I told you about the ping pong that I'm doing, and, and another thing I'm doing is like that walk that walk that I'm doing in the morning with the dog. I've added a 20 pound weight into my into a backpack, so I'm, I'm I want to try and build up to like maybe 40 pounds or something like that just during the walk, because it just I'm just trying to raise the basic heart rate. It's it's quite difficult to raise my heart rate. <laughs> no, it's you not. Know. You're just not willing to work hard enough to raise it. That's all. I, I'm telling you, I walk pretty fast, and it just rarely goes yeah, above like 100. Walking is not going to raise your heart rate that fast, dude. Yeah, but I get you on I a don't tread, have... I get you on a treadmill. And we'll see the heart rate go to max. Yeah, no, no, it it will totally go. But I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find uh, like Easy some ways. sweet, Easy. some middle middle ground where it will raise the heart rate, and I don't have to like be in super pain. Well, like, here's 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 the here's even the getting to a hundred, but a hundred isn't that high. The hundred isn't going to do anything. It, it does. It does fat burning though. Uh, well, does it? I mean, you're hovering between two twenty two twenty five. Does it? The answer is no. It does not. Well, I'm also not getting to a hundred. I'm I'm finding it difficult to even get over. Yeah, like you're not 85. doing enough, dude. I mean, look, that's why you want to measure your 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 how much you're burning and how much weight you're losing. Cause if you're not losing if the, the scale isn't changing, you're not doing enough work. You're either eating too much or you're not exercising enough. That's really it. I mean, you can tweak a little bit. So, well, I ate a little more protein or I did a little bottom line is you're not burning enough calories and, um, you need to work harder or work longer. That's I it. mean, wasn't it Don Felker who said just walk like 45 minutes a day and that will help you with weight loss. I've heard all this kind of bullshit before and I've tried it and it didn't work at all. I tried the walking thing. I tried the, um, I was doing like 20,000 steps a day, 20 to 22. And I thought it would accelerate weight. It didn't have any effect. I did it for like six weeks or eight weeks and it didn't work at all. Didn't work at all. That's very no interesting. No change. I mean, I've heard other people say that and I've said, oh man, I just started walking, I lost a bunch of weight. I, you know, like I can't, I'm not saying that didn't happen for them, but I'm just, it didn't work at all for me. But that's the thing about all this stuff is like, there are other factors people aren't accounting in. They're like, oh yeah, I also stopped, I stopped drinking. I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's something, right? Oh, I stopped, you know what I did? I, I stopped eating a hamburger every day and I started eating a salad. Oh yeah. I forgot to mention that. You know I mean? There's these other things. But that don't you think for. like, let's say I did like a 40 minute walk every day with a 60 pound weight. I Isn't that I gonna? Know. I don't know. Change it. 
Well, I'm experimenting in that direction. Well, anyway, you, so. you know, the 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 thing is that you want. I mean, losing a pound a week isn't super hard. I mean, I'm not suggesting you do trying to lose three or four pounds a week and go nuts and eat nothing but you know leaves and berries and you know I'm I'm like all you have to do is create a you know roughly a 500 calorie deficit six days a week and you're there that's a 3,000 right that's 3,000 calories so you just have to really which is almost a pound you're getting close to a pound yeah so literally so 600 if you will 600 by six so 3,600 calorie and you can do some combination diet and some combination. You say, well, I'm, 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 you know, you can eat kind of like not to excess, eat a normal diet that you don't, that you don't gain weight on and then go and work out. Or you can just say, well, I'm going to cut out two or 300 calories that, and then I'm going to work out and knock out another three or 400 on, on the, uh, then the workout, whatever it is. But you, you, what, that's why I think it's important to measure stuff because once you measure stuff, even to, are you including like, Sort of measuring the meals, like the, the, see the more specific you can measure, you know specifically what's working, what's not. So right now you just don't know, right? Right. You're like, I don't know what's going on. You're like, oh, I'm working out. It's now. like putting up a sales website and not asking where people came from. Yeah, it's just you don't know what the hell's going on. You're not measuring anything. So what do you? I know? literally have no idea. Exactly. You don't know. So, um, but I can tell you if you could go if you go a couple weeks two to three weeks and not losing any weight you are not doing enough right like within a single week sometimes you get like your your water weight fluctuates and you know the there's enough noise but after two or three weeks you're not seeing any change like you're clearly you're not doing enough so that's why you that's why it's good to measure and say okay whatever I'm going to do I'm going to up it a certain amount so and I think that's something I measured on the show I mentioned on the show like a few months ago is like you know I was working out. Three to four days a week, I get on the treadmill, I mean, the elliptical or whatever, and I do 30 minutes and I lose any weight. And I was pretty good with my diet. And I was thinking, you know, I thought to myself, God, you know, am I going to have to work out like, you know, you start thinking like, if this doesn't do anything, then I'm going to work out like five times as hard. Like, it's going to be crazy. Like, it's impossible to lose weight. Well, it turned out I didn't have to work out that much harder. Instead of going four days a week at 30 minutes, I had to do six days a week at, you know, 45 minutes and then presto, there I can't, there it came pound a week you found the threshold right you just got to push it up until you hit the threshold you're ah that's the point right that's the that's, and that's the elliptical you do you do elliptical it, it doesn't matter man like it could be swimming it could be running But what do you, you do i do i do um these days i do uh, i have two different lift there's an elliptical machine that i use and i do that for like i do I, this is exactly what i do every time i do elliptical machine for 280 calories and i get my heart rate up to like 100 and 60 165 three different times and then but i but not the whole time i get it up to there so a lot of times it's in that 140 to 150 range get up to like 160 65 for a couple minutes at the end of each one of these sort of peaks do that for 280 calories get some water take a take a little walk walk over get some water wipe off the machine then i go and i do 10 minutes on the do 100 quick calories 100 calories on the on the recumbent bike just to Get a little variety, right? And I only got 120 calories left, so I do two. I do 10 more minutes. 160. Cal- I do two five-minute cycles on this other elliptical. So it's just to get 500 calories a day, and you always eat. Um, 
two two chicken legs or something. You always eat exactly the I same fucking this, thing for lunch. So I'm for breakfast. I'm sure everybody's like, Jason, I don't care about your damn breakfast, but okay. I'll tell you. So no, but I just yeah, here's what I'll tell you. I'll go through what I do. I, I alternate breakfast. I used to eat the same thing for breakfast, but Sandy's like, you know, I really think you need a little bit more fiber in your diet. I think you should have. So. <laughs> of course, she's so she's she's like telling you sensible stuff. She does. Right. So, yeah, Sandy's a very pragmatic person. And so she goes, so I eat... I alternate three days a week. I eat four hard-boiled eggs, two pieces of uh, bacon, and a piece of wheat toast, and a, and maybe like a quarter of a glass of orange juice. And that's like, I don't know, 500 calories. And then on the alternating days, I have like a, I don't know, whatever. It's like 500 calories or six of uh, oatmeal, which is like... Two. Doesn't that give you like, that? you don't get cholesterol blowback from that? No, I think that's a lot of, um, I think it's a lot of bullshit. I mean, they've gone back and forth on this yolks give you, you're bad, they're good, they're bad, they're good, they're bad, they're good. Like every three years is a whole thing. Oh my God, this is an emergency. Oh, actually, it turns out it's great. You know, it's like, it's like, I think it's utter, I, you know, when you eat cholesterol, it doesn't necessarily give you cholesterol. <laughs> it's like the excess insulin stuff. It's like, I think creates the cholesterol. Anyway, I, I, this is like a lack of clarity on this, but I, I'm I'm a I do not believe that eating egg yolks is bad, uh, or even eating bacon is that bad. But we eat a lot of excess calories. That's bad, you know. Look, I'm going to try and measure stuff. Just be more specific yeah, well, about it. Well, so that's what I'm going to try and do. You know, I remember, I remember so, Phil telling so me. Hard. I remember Phil telling me he 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 did the uh, four hour body, the Tim Ferriss body the book. Do you remember mm, hear of right. that? Yeah. Yeah. So he he used it. He and he's like, you know, one one of the pieces of advice. I mean, Ferris had a lot of good. There were a lot of good things in this book, and 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 uh, Phil lost. I don't know what, like eighty pounds, following this, this recommendations. Mm. And one of it was like, just have a series of meals that you eat every day that you've measured, and you just know, and just stick with that. Like. If it like I alternate between two things for breakfast, I know they're not more than like 500, 500 calories. I don't have to think about it, right? And if I go and meet someone for breakfast, which I did twice a week, I still go get give me four eggs over easy, with cold bacon toast. I, I it's this, I'm within fifty calories. I'm not gonna you know. So just eat the same thing, measure to make sure that's the same thing, and then um, but it's two different things. I don't like eat the same thing. It's like two different things. I'm I'm, I'm really happy with it. it's what I want to eat. I don't I'm not really you know except for my cheat day I eat other stuff. And then for lunch, I do. I'm one cheat day a week. It put, it put, lunch is my biggest meal. It's probably 700 calories. I eat a breast of chicken with the skin, two wings, and two cups of uh, pinto beans. And that's like 700 calories. Super high in protein. All right. Well, just to wrap this up, perhaps I could do something that Doug Martin uh, posted, uh, a video to... Um, using your body to input text into a keyboard. So basically there's a camera scanning you and you're like moving around <laughs> like crazy to type. <laughs> Is this like a workout? <laughs> I think it's just like, I'm controlling my computer by moving, by dancing. Like, okay, you're now doing I'm all this do... weird bullshit. I know. It's like, why don't you just do the basic stuff that works? You're like, I'm going to play ping pong. I know, I know, I know. Like a... I mean, I guess. All right, all but right, look, all right. I'm not saying those things can't work, but measure yeah. them. Like, if you're gonna go pay, play ping pong like a maniac, get a Fitbit on there and make sure you measure exactly how many calories. I do. No, I do. I do. So, how I many do calories that. you burn during a a uh, an explosion of ping pong? Like, how much? 
How many calories? I mean, it's it's just like if I if I play it for an hour, but that's actually proven to be quite difficult because it gets boring. Yeah. But if I play it for an hour, it's uh, about four hundred and fifty. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty good. But you're not doing that for an hour. So so I'm all about efficiency. It's hard to so, stick with it. So I get yeah. my five hundred calories in about forty minutes. Forty. 41, 40. And, and I get, yeah. and it's like, I get, I do three, I, I rotate between three different exercises. I take a little break. Cause if I had to do one exercise, that does get kind of boring. And you get the hard part and you get like, I get like the first 25 minutes or whatever, 23, 22 minutes. And you get through that and you're like, okay, I only got two, ten, like basically 10 minute sex sessions. Left. No big deal. You do it five days a week? Six. Six days a week. I take one day off. One day off. And like, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying my my workout is like a genius workout. It's just a workout that works for me. Right. It's like whatever you want to do, man. You know, but I'm measure really, it. really, really, really try it. Okay, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Why don't, Next why subject, don't you want to talk I'm about it? Really what's, try what's it. The... I don't know. It just makes me feel and like irritated with myself. Well, okay. Well, here I want to. I want to. I want to just. Ta- I want to talk a little bit. I something I wrote on Discord, which I, I'd like to just expand on, or I think it's worth Pete and sure. read it. Is so. Um, Alfie. Alfie wrote something. He wasn't quite suggesting this. He was just kind of responding to somebody said, oh, you know, maybe it was Doug Martin or somebody said, you know, why don't you just have like these like really short courses and the people can do and it's kind of easy and I, or don't time it. Or it was oh, back to math Academy. Right. Yeah. I was like, and I was like, you know, I am. And, and it wasn't like these things are like wrong, bad suggestions or it's just, it's not what I want to do. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. I don't want to open up a gym that people come to and just fart around, right? I want something that's serious and rigorous and we're going to tell you the truth and we're not going to bullshit. We're not going to bullshit you and you're going to work if you want to, if you want to learn it. Cause that's the only way. And, and the example I gave is like, imagine if you set up, created a gym called superhero training, people are like superhero training. What the hell is that? And you walk in and everyone in there is like working out really hard and the trainer at the desk goes, yeah, well, you know, and, and you're like, what? Is, they're like, she, they're like, well, what is? So, what is this like? Or just like a normal workout? Or is it CrossFit? Like, no, okay, no. Like, we will take you in your current condition, and depending how fit you are, within nine to twenty-four months, we will make it you so fit that you could be, in theory, cast as a superhero or supervillain on a TV show. <laughs> you're like, like, like right. Captain America or Thor or something. Like, really? It's like, take a look around. You see that? See her? She's lost sixty-five pounds. And you see how strong she is? Like, holy crap. Yeah, she could barely do You see that guy? You see that? Yeah. And you see, like, go down like the eight months ago, 12 months ago, 15 months ago. See that? She's like, Man, that guy does look like Thor. Like, you know, he, he was like, he had the most dad bod of dad bods a year ago. And it's six days a week and it's an hour. But you got to gotta do it. You got to commit. When are you coming? An hour a day, six days a week. We have a, an AI training system. We will monitor and, exp- and tell you exactly what workouts you'll do, and we'll give you some diet to go on. We'll have six different diets you can sh- choose from. They're not super rigorous, but if you stick to these, we will guarantee these results. And you're like, so this is this is the expectations that you want for Math Academy. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm ex- I'm exaggerating, but you don't have to do six days a week of an hour. But I'm just saying, if, just think of a training program. I'm just trying to like imagine a gym like this, right? Yeah. And people, and then you'd have these people coming out, and you'd be like, dude, man, you're like. How'd you get such good shape? Be like, man, superhero training. Like, what? You're like, yeah, it's this this thing. And then all of a sudden, people are like, that place is crazy. And then you talk to people. It's like, yeah, man, I tried it. I just, I didn't have the time. But yeah, man, people in there are like sick shape. It's crazy, you know. And you're like, you get this brand. People want it 
because they're like, I want to be in, people who want to get in shape and are willing to put an hour of hard work a day and can get there. And they're like, want to do it. And it'll spread like wildfire. If you said, well, it's just called it's superhero training, but like, yeah, you come in once or twice a week, or maybe you take a couple months off and you come back. And most people in here, you look around are pretty out of shape and whatever. Like, nobody cares. Super training is just a dumb name. It doesn't mean anything. Nobody's really training that hard. There's no real expectations. Nobody's telling you the truth about how actually lame and your workout is and how out of shape you actually are and how really you're not going to be in much better shape in six months from now because you're not really doing much. Nobody's going to be honest with you. Everybody's just going to bullshit you and just say, man, do whatever. You know, just pay your money, monthly fee. And so but I'm not going to be the second case. We are not going to water stuff down and tell you things that you want to hear that are not true, you know, and where it's like, if you pass one of our courses, like, you know, the stuff, right. This is what it takes. You gotta, you gotta put in work. You don't have to put an hour a day in, but you know, you can't put in like 20 minutes a week and expect to have any results. It's just not going to happen. So it's more important to you to actually get people to really learn than to make money. Yeah. Otherwise, what the hell are you doing, man? I mean, there's a lot of ways to make money. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I didn't have to do math academy. I could do anything. And financially, we're fine. So um, I'm like, let's do something that makes a difference. Let's do stuff that matters. I mean, people who are unserious about whatever it is you're doing, they're not fun to deal with. They complain, they whine, they make excuses. Talking about customers now, right? Anybody. Yeah. In any situation, you're like, you're running a soccer team. Let's say you're running a club soccer team for kids and it's like really serious. And like one kid doesn't really want to come, doesn't, you know, doesn't want to do the training, it's hard. And this isn't for you, kid. Right? Like, but other people want to join it because it's serious. Right? When I built that men's soccer team and we became one of the best teams in the country and we played an exhibition match against a MLS, major league soccer team, it's because we were fucking serious. Right. We were not screwing around. I did not want anyone on the team who was not talented and interested in playing top notch soccer. And, you know, I could be and I was nice about the time was the time, but I could be a little bit ruthless. I cut people. Sorry. Right. You know, and people like, oh, gee, you know, I'm like, sorry, you know, Um, and um, because that was the goal. We're going to build. We're going to we're going to be a professional caliber team out of amateur players. And, um, and, uh, anyway, so when you want to be serious, when you want to do things well, you establish a reputation and a brand that attracts other people. People would move to LA and like, oh man, I want to play with Cobalt. We had a reputation that a major league soccer team called us up to come to play them because we had the reputation. You know, this, we have a world full of mediocrity and bullshit and it is, because people want to make money. I'll just tell everybody whatever they want to hear. I want to make my life easy. I want to hurt anyone's feelings. It's easier to just tell everybody, you know, blow sunshine up everybody's asses or tell everybody it's wonderful or just lower the bar, the standards. So I personally don't have to deal with any conflict. And then everything kind of goes to crap. Somebody somewhere has to hold the line, right? And in math, that's me. That's Math Academy. <laughs> we are not going to budge. We're not going to say, well, you know, like make a lower the standards. It's like, oh, you know, your calculus score is really hard. It's like, that's it, man. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. 
Jason holding the line for math. Now this this really speaks to 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 kind of picking a fight uh, marketing strategy. But well, it's, anyway, yeah, I mean we could write, but you know it's funny because like I had this this one um, uh, tutor uh, who is based out of uh, Northern California, and she has like you know I don't know uh, twelve fifteen students at least, and she has all of them on Math Academy, and she's great. She's been tutored for many years and is he's written a book on tutoring she's just a sweet lady and she's she sent me an email a couple times they said jason it's like are your courses harder than the normal courses you know and uh did have i told you about this before Justin? yeah i think you mentioned yeah, okay, it. i don't know if you mentioned it on the show okay well but like but but basically it's just what what was the what was the upshot of it? The upshot of it is is that they're lowering the standards at the public and private schools. She's like, yeah, these kids they go to some of those elite private schools or the highest public schools, yeah. and she's like, these kids, there's no way these kids they 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 tested into eighth grade math, but they couldn't do the fifth grade math. Your fifth grade math course, and they work with me, they work with me, and I can work with them, and they can get through. It, but they couldn't do it on their own. Like, how are they posting? Right. How are they, how are these kids placing eighth grade math using the the new smart and balanced test? I said because they've lowered, and we we both looked at it and was like, yep, they lowered the standards. They've lowered the standards. They they lower the curriculums. These kids don't know their math basic math facts. They can't multiply. She's like, she's like, oh, she had this great term. She's like, I have, she had these all these kids. They have like this acquired dyscalculia. Dyscalculia is basically a lack of number sense. That you just really can't mm. work right with numbers. And my daughter Izzy has dyscalculia, so she's had to overcome that. Yeah, and they yeah. have like this acquired dyscalculia because she add, She's like, she's like, I had this one girl. She's like, you know, she's just one student. You know, is trying to. She was working out like, okay, just add seven plus eight as part of this other problem, and she had to go through this five step process. I mean, it's incredible. It was like what she's like, she says otherwise she's a really smart kid. She's like I is it un she's like I don't know what's going on in these schools, but it is just horrible. She's like in because she initially when we had the fifth grade course, she's like you have to get them earlier. You, we need a fourth grade course more. These kids is too late. Get fifth grade is too late. By the time they come to me in fifth grade is too late. Jason, it's like this is and she's like I mean she's really well versed in all the different math curriculums. Oh, there's like Eureka math and this math and she's like these things are just horrible. It's all this like project-based discussion-based inquiry-based stuff that just doesn't work it sounds wonderful it sounds fluffy it sounds do some group it just she work. would be a really good case study i mean really good because there's so many math tutors out there like her yeah yeah well she's and she's but she's not like just like a 25 year old who's been tutoring in uh, during college and a little bit after college and extra money she's somebody who's a professional tutor who works with a lot of yeah she's written a book about yeah, it yeah she's 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 very very and she's just she's, super, she's just she's super nice i mean she's very supportive she's like a super fan so she's always emailing me and saying jason here and she'll like what do you think of this article and she'll ask stuff and i'm like yep <laughs> that's terrible <laughs> It's like, what's going on? You know, so she should join the Discord. Yeah, she probably should. Um, but but you know, they're, they're not holding the standards at the public or private schools. Everybody's lowering standards. Everybody's everybody's um, kicking the can down the street, and it's gonna be somebody else's problem. And um, kids are getting to college, and nobody can pass any courses and whatever. So anyway, I'm not gonna be a part of it. I'm not gonna participate in that. As like there, we are going to be, um, we're going to hold the line. And if you're not willing to work and, you know, and if our diagnostic makes you hurt your feelings because it tells you you don't know stuff that you feel like you know, but you actually don't, well, I mean, we'll help you fix it. 
but I'm not going to lie to you about it. Mind if we switch topic? Yeah. Let's go. So, um, rant complete. That, yeah, though, good, good rant, good rant. Nice. I, I always aim to get at least one at one rant out of your ship. Get Jason um, riled up at least once a show. <laughs> um, that the show opener last week about the inner monologue. Um, uh, that really got a lot of discussion. A lot of discussion on Discord. Like a lot of people were thinking about that and talking about that. And um, it is interesting. I was, I was the thing that really what was interesting to me is the people who are like you. I mean, I don't know if this is how you feel, but a few people um, mentioned that they were in in your kind of boat. And those people who don't have who don't have the traditional inner voice, the, any voice that they do have is like a narrator or a movie or someone someone else speaking. And I just posted the comment. Oh well. I don't, you know, just, just FYI, I don't have a narrator. Like it's actually me speaking in my head. Like yeah. it's just me speaking exactly like this, but in my brain. And that seemed to be quite astonishing to people who didn't have an inner voice, this idea of that it was, that it wasn't a narrator, that it was actually me. No, I think that, <laughs> I, I think that's more common. I think that's more common. More common is, yeah. It seems oh, like that too. Like that too. Like it is your first person. So are you are you like well I'm going to do this or I'm working on what are you what are you saying what's the voice saying I mean just exactly what I'm saying to you right now but in my own brain I'm just like have, I'm I'm speaking with myself I'm having a conversation to myself like as if I'm a crazy person walking down the street talking out loud to myself mm -hmm. that's the reason why crazy people walk down the street talking out loud to themselves because it's just like that's what you do in your head they just yeah they just aren't uh, filled they're just <laughs> the mouth is just not quiet yeah um. I, I was thinking about this a little, like I, so like I rehearse discussions in my head okay. or arguments, debates, not like a yelling argument, but like, I'm going to convince somebody of something. Okay. Like, here's my argument. Mm. Like, and, 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 uh, and I, I also, I'm also like, I play like a lawyer. I'm like, okay, let's break this down. You know, let's go back. I'm going to take stack. I'm going to, and I even start breaking it down. I'm like, okay, if I say this and they're going to come back with this. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to establish a base. Now we're going to talk three steps back. And it's like, okay. Okay. Is it better to kill one person or 10 people? Which is worse? 10 people? Okay. Establish that baseline. So I'll go through the entire logical tree of arguments, you know, and if they say this, then I would, you know, so how, how I need to break that. So I, I, I basically have like an inner, um, inner trial lawyer in my head that's working all, all the time kind of in, 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 in through arguments. And, wow. and I have, and sometimes it's more just, uh, it's not that depth, but it happens a lot when I'm thinking through. So like I'll read articles and I'll be thinking about something and I'll, and I'll have like, okay, imagine, uh, Justin has, he reads this and he thinks this, this, this is true. He read this article and he's convinced and I'm going to, I'm going to, all right, Justin, let me, let me explain to you why this isn't true. And so then I go through processing creating the entire debate and and the data that you would want and the evidence and how i would go step i'm imagining step. what i might say in response and I go through the well whole thing. um in discord you mentioned you mentioned this and um you mentioned that you you have these internal debates with sandy well even little ones a little one so i'll go through <laughs> and i'll say yeah so she'll say something say, yeah i already had that discussion with you last night <laughs> Like midnight when I'm lying in bed, she's like, "Yeah, then that's what you said," you know. So I I run through these sort of simulations, right? I mean, some mm. are like more theoretical, as I'm just sort of tightening up my argument about why I think something is true, 
right? Mm-hmm. Especially if I think the rest, most people in the rest of the world think X, I think not X. So let me build out why I think this is the case, right? And and I'll and I'll and I guess I'll sometimes I'll pick somebody, some friend or somebody I know, um, who would be a, a good, who would be a likely person to believe X, right? I'm like, okay, we're having a debate. So let me explain this, or let me argue, make my argument. But I also have like, you know, when I'm going to talk to Sandy or I'm talking to somebody and I want to convey some information, I'm just trying to figure out, okay, how are they going to react to this? And especially if it's maybe something that's funny or I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah. Well, here's something you might have had a debate about um, in your mind um, with me potentially about artwork for the show. No. Oh. Um, <laughs> so I, so I, I think that it, it would be cool if we could do throwaway artwork per episode, because I, I, in my mind, I think it would be a waste of time for us to do some big, just single new cover concept, um, because it's like, I don't know, I don't particularly think that that's just helpful. I mean, we already look, you know, whatever we look like. Um, but I, but what I do think, well, especially because when you look at like the texting uh, website, it's just like image after image after image. So if you go, if you go to the texting uh, Pinecast thing and any any new website that I'm going to build with AI or whatever, um, it's just the same image of us, of our faces every time. Mm-hmm. So if we just switch it out for another another image, it's going to be the same image. It's just going to be the, some new image of our faces every time. What, I, what I'm suggesting is we find a way, and I've got, I've got, I think I might have a good suggestion about this. Yeah, so I'm thinking like iTunes listings on Twitter and Discord, just throwaway covers just to make it slightly more interesting. And with, you know, with the operative thing being throwaway covers, not really super important, they're just being somewhat relating to the content that we're talking about. So I've got a potential process for this that might be fun, but I know that you're editorially very, um, what's the right word? Precious about things like you, 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 you are quite editorially uh careful so well, because if, the times that i just said all right screw it whatever you want are the worst <laughs> things in my life and i'm not doing that anymore or like texting the name is the literally the dumbest name of all time okay and, so I, this, and so, I and i and i hate it and i still hate it and i've always hated it and but the good thing it is, but it was what, how many years later we do this 14 but that wasn't later? on me you thought of that no. name i, mean, I said I, well like you said some zingy and i said i don't know, like tech zing or something like, yeah yeah that's it and i was like i don't know yep, you're like yeah I mean, yeah and you you i said all right fine whatever if that's what you want but i didn't like it and i just i should have just well, that's that's revisionist but anyway that is not revisionist um, <laughs> i did not like it then i just said i just went with it because you really liked it but i, but, I mean if you didn't, I mean, anyway, I would, I would have changed it. <clears throat> I mean, you know me, uh, my opinion's drawn in sand. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. um, so listen, listen to this idea. So, no one of these covers is going to be the worst life decision, life decision you've ever made because they're all just going to be throwaway covers, just you know, created. So here's here's the idea: we create a Discord channel, right? Um, which is like the artwork creation channel. And so you, when you throw out the show notes, you just throw out the show notes to the channel before it's released. And then we, someone, I don't know who this person is, plugs in that channel to Dali so that when you type something, they can type descriptions and it will, it will generate artwork on the fly from Dali by plugging into the API or Midjourney or whatever. And so 
a bunch of listeners can basically see your show notes and type out a bunch of interesting things and create a bunch of interesting artwork in right there in Discord. And then we, we can just pick whichever one we want. That's fine. So here's what, here's what I would say. That's fine. I, if you make it like a Discord channel and make it like a group yeah. thing, I just don't want this to burn up any, any of my own cycles. Like I don't, I don't yeah. have time. I, Me too. It, it, it's, it eats up much of my time that I have to do this. They have to listen to the show and make all the show notes like that. That kind of, that is, I don't, I don't have time to be like, yeah, and all this like on and off thing that I'm doing for the next like 12 hours of arguing over the artwork or whatever. I just, I, I don't have time yeah, for it. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I think we just go with like, so basically, so this, this is, this is the, the hope. We can convince someone who's, who's already plugged into a, the Dali API to work out somehow how to connect Discord to it. Um, and I can think of someone, John Polakek, who already built his movie uh, generation system. Mm-hmm. So you know, maybe he'd he'd be kind enough, or someone else, um, to 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 help us work out how to plug it into Discord. I mean, and then get a few people to give to give a shot at typing in some prompts and see what you come back with. Um, and if it's any good artwork, then I can just stamp texting on top of it. Justin, Vincent, Jason, Roberts. I'll just do that in Photoshop. Well, you don't even have to put texting on top of it. I mean, that would be even better. That would be so much better if it was just a piece of artwork that went alongside the the text because everywhere that the text is displayed because like say for example i posted to twitter it already says texting new episode the name of the episode and then there'd just be a picture accompanying it that would be cool mm-hmm. yeah that, as, long, as long yeah i mean i i feel better of, see if it was just me and you then it was just the like, you generating a bunch of stuff and me going you know, and now it's like yeah. it's like I'm I'm trying to get off my Sunday night, and then I'm like, that's stupid. Yeah. I, don't, I hate that. And you're like, why do you hate this? And I this is you know, and you're like, and then it's just this back and forth, and I'm just like, damn it, like I I just want to like, you know, whatever, enjoy my Sunday night. I'm trying to work on Monday morning, yeah. and I'm we're still yeah. going back and forth in this. So I just don't want to be that kind of thing. If it's like on Discord, and if it's like if I want to put my input on, like guys, come on, that's silly, that's dumb. Can we do something else? And like yeah <laughs> but it might be fun as well you have you know? fun it might with... be fun to just see what pe- people come up with you know like i mean so that's kind of how no agenda does it okay i can live with that so um, if it's if it doesn't require my involvement you know it's like i could put in veto on something that i just can't stand or something or i think is dumb really dumb or something but as long as it's not that it's like okay you know i don't have to do any work and it's like okay if, if you guys want to kind of do this that's fine. Yeah. I can live with that. Okay, cool. All right, well, let's see. We'll see. We'll see. First of all, I've got to see if there's any takers, you know, mm-hmm. um, who would who would be prepared to uh, okay. help us out. Well, I mean, that. I think that sounds like a pretty good idea. It sounds like it could potentially work, and it might be fun. Okay. I just, yeah. yeah. But you can understand what I, why I was concerned about doing that, right? I, I can completely understand, because, like, having, having gone back and forth with you on any editorial decision, <laughs> it's always been painful. Yes. Um, all right. So I, I've got something to talk to you okay. about, um, something to talk about, um, with the true space thing I built for the first time, a, just a completely passwordless site. So basically, and, and it was actually, it's actually quite liberating, um, to just have a site where you just say to someone, enter in your email address and click go, and we're going to send you a login link. And then you click the login link and then you're in. And then basically it just remembers them forever um, and, uh, you know, until they log out or move to a new computer or something like that. 
But if they do log out, you actually also store their user ID in a cookie so that when they go to the login page, it kind of says, you know, you're connected as Justin V. Send login link. So they don't even need to type their email. Just like click a button. They get it. I brought the same thing up like four or five months ago on Discord. And everybody's like, ah, don't do that. Like it's like email slow. I, every time I do that and I end up waiting around for two or three minutes to email. Remember when I said, I said, do we even need passwords anymore? Can I just email a link? I mean, I love it when it's a site that I don't log into a lot, which is almost every site other than like my email sometimes. You know, it's like, I just hate logging in. And if, if, there, if there's a send me a link to email, I'm going to do that. I mean, it simplifies things for the user. It simplifies things for, I mean, it's amazing to have a user table with no password field, you know, yeah. like it just completely simplifies the system. Like, well, so, I, yeah, I, you, know, you, I, do, you don't need a password reset, like all that I stuff. I brought it's, it up. So, yeah, I brought it up. Everybody shot me down. They're like, oh, Jason, that's a really bad idea. Well, I, I, I like I it. Know. I mean, at least, at least, okay, I, I, I get it if you're worried the email doesn't show up sometimes and that you can also log in, but it's like always making that available is great i think yeah so basically this the, the setup that i've got is um because people I, I haven't built the sso yet but there's going to be sso so there's there's like a learning platform that everyone's a member of so what's going to happen is you'll be able to click to the the what's called the 5ca platform and it it will just do an sso login but there's plenty of situations where people haven't yet become part of the learning platform and they still have to do this survey this big five condition survey so basically the ceo just goes in and plugs in each member of their team's name and email and clicks a button and then it sends everyone out this link to start the survey they click the link they're logged in they're doing the survey if they come back and they're logged out they can just Send me a link to sign in again. It's just simple. It's just simple. I like it. I mean, um, I, I like it. Yeah. You know, the reason I can't use it really is, is the only thing is that we have yeah, you can't, we have students. Yeah. And a lot of students, yeah. I mean, kids who are like, don't have emails yet. Right? Yeah. So it's... it's not, um, exactly. Kids. I was thinking it wouldn't work with kids. But it would work. I mean, it's it's something I would definitely consider moving forward um, for something like Nugget, you know. Or at the very least, it's an or, option. Or it's, they can strong. always use that option. They can ask you to send me an email. I don't even want to log in. Just, I, mean, I don't even want to type but, it. Because, because when you're using remember me, I mean, if you just auto remember me people, I mean, but again, this my use case is quite specific because everyone is going to be an executive. Everyone's going to be on desktop. You know, it's it's. I know the, the kind of user that it is. So whereas with Nugget, it's like, oh, it could, you know, people might not be like that. They might be um, just... You know, very consumerish, mm-hmm. so it might just not work as well. Well, what does it, it have? Why do you have to? I mean, I understand why you have to have the cookie stuff. Why don't you just use the email login link? Well, because it's just it just looks so, it just looks so cool that like if if you set if you set a forever look uh, cookie and they you know they they click because you give them the option to log mm-hmm. out so they can log out. But what looks cool is when they go to the login page, it still says, "Okay, you're logged out." you're connected as as Justin and I so see. if you click send me my login link then they just get they just get it they don't even have to type their email I see what you you're know saying. it's just a button I, it's just I a button. see what you're saying yeah that's pretty cool yeah yeah it's a, it's a nice experience i got a question for um you. shoot shoot okay so one of one of our users was complaining that there was a delay in the response time to answering a question i mean this is not the first time i um was it uh 
Rami had complained about it. I mean, people who were in Europe or Australia, because mm. our server is are on the West Coast. Mm. So um, part of the reason it takes time is that it has to come back and we have to like check the answer and then we have to send the explanation over and stuff like that. Um, I've, I did a sort of a cursory look through it. I didn't see anything that was taking much time, too much time. And I think a lot of it has to do with just the, the location of the server. Network. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and what's, you know, the obvious solution to some of the technical people of email, because we have a lot of technical users who are adults and they're like, well, can't you just like preload all the, the problem is if you do that, then students, not adults, but kids will cheat. They'll go they'll open up the dev thing and they'll look and find the answers or find the explanation. Cause we, we don't just give if the answer C it's like, we have to show the whole explanation there too. Right. So, I have some ideas about how maybe I could hash this stuff. I could have like a hidden hash key or partial hash key and do some fancy stuff where we kind of obfuscate it and then, and then only show it at the last minute or something like that. But I was also wondering about like the sort of distributed database model mm. because anytime you answer a question, that creates records. It creates an answer record, right? Which means you can't use an... But if you have multiple copies of the database... Then you're creating an auto increment. You can't use an auto increment because then you're going to have colliding, you know, IDs. Do you? Do you? But don't you also have it like loaded all in memory in the node? The entire database. Well, the when for that user, like when they're asking questions. So, so you always look up everything from the database mm -hmm. each time. Well, no, not okay. If they're doing a lesson, we preload all of the um, the examples, the tutorials, but we don't preload the uh and the questions but we don't preload the explanations because it'd be too easy to cheat the answer and explanation because we have had you know kids i mean they're not all kids but a lot of kids will cheat if you make it possible and some will go to lengths to do that so it's like if you're trying to if this is something that parents are depending on to be real and not to be cheatable then you know it's important to do now for an adult people are like ah, why would i cheat this i'm, I'm paying to learn so you can see for an adult so like it's it's kind of a non-issue but i i can't i can't really like create two separate systems so i need to create a system that's going to work both so the question is so the two options that i can imagine are one we somehow have a distributed database like you have essentially like copies or aspects of the database at different locations that then reconcile or something or you have um or somehow I may preload the explanations with the lesson or, or whatever they're doing, and I just find a way to sort of hash the content so that it's not you can't open up the the dev tool and inspect elements or ins and, and determine what it is. But I mean, so when you say distributed database, I mean that goes in hand hand in hand with a server, right? Because obviously you need a server near their location That's as well. That's what I mean. Yeah. Okay. And that would be really yeah, so complicated, I think. That's, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. That, I mean, so my first thought was, okay, it's like an edge system. Like you, you're going to have your full stack in each, um, Amazon availability area, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and then you're just going to serve them from the closest one. Um, but if, but, but you need, we have to have all this data has to be consolidated, all their, all the answers and everything has to be consolidated because we run all the statistics on that and everything. I mean, it's like everything's, and then I thought, like, but but I was like, oh, 
it was almost like an Uber setup because I, I I thought that you you had it like in memory in some way, and so you'd be like it'd be like a distributed Uber memory. Oh well, yeah, all the tri- all the drivers and clients and trip objects you could keep in yeah. memory, and those all ran in memory in Node, right? Yeah, and then we would update a a a Redis cache, right? So that if it ever went down, it could pop back up instantaneously. But didn't you at some point start distributing those amongst other servers? Yeah. So it's like Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But here here's the thing here. I mean the if okay, so things are not in memory, right? right. It's not so, in memory. Yeah. Everything everything's going through the database. I mean it's not really that much different from if you're written in PHP really. You need to put stuff in the database, you grab stuff from the database. I mean it's there's no, there's no, there's nothing that's in in memory really, other than on the task processor we have all of our model and knowledge graphs and all that stuff is loaded up because that stuff's continuously processing completed tasks and it needs the entire knowledge graph loaded. So that's some of the optimizations that Justin and I did to make the thing, you know, twenty, thirty, forty x faster was to do all that kind of stuff. But the app itself, the stuff that serves up lessons and quizzes and reviews and all that stuff, that stuff is just look up a lesson, look up this, whatever. So when you select stuff from the database, mm-hmm. could selections be um, like Redis cached or memcached? You know how, you know how you, so some, some selects are going to be of data that doesn't really change very much. And other selects are going to be of completely dynamic data. So is there an, uh, like a, a thing about optimizing it where a decent chunk of the selects are just coming from Redis? Yeah, but that's like not the problem. Not you, the, the, the problem is that's mm. not what's slow. I mean, the, the queries aren't slow. I right. mean, the, the stuff is, you know, tenth, three tenths of a, you know, 100 to 300 milliseconds, whatever. We're talking about three second delay for, you know, going from here to the UK or to Sydney or something. Oh, no. But the reason why I was saying that was because what I was imagining was you could have like light servers. So that weren't really, that, 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 that may still be talking to the database, but because because they were pulling, because they weren't, them making a connection, let's say you have a server over there and it's making a connection to a database over here. That's like three seconds. But if that's making, uh, going to like a Redis memory cache that's over there to get the data, to get but the data. But again, of the it's data. not getting the, it's um, part of it. Is like, and, and then pushing to the yeah, database. Yeah, see, yeah, I guess you could store the explanations but i have to create the answer record i have to determine is this correct or incorrect or not correct so i would have to have all the questions and well i guess i could create pre-create i guess we do on our task questions and i could find out how these questions scrambled and what's the but that would all run on the on these sort of edge servers but the actual question record Mm. the um Answer records, and so so the so the input is slow, but they don't really notice that. So they so when when they're inputting stuff, it's when you're actually committing stuff to the database, it's kind of going slow and it's taking the three second trip or whatever. But they're not noticing that. But when you're computing and all that stuff, it's just working from memory ca- memory cache objects that's near them. Mm-hmm. Well, it have to be more than memory. I mean, it would be it'd have to be jobs because it has to it has to run and check and see if stuff is matching. I have to evaluate the answers and stuff. So it's not just and of course, free response questions are is 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 non non trivial code to check mm. if something is is a correct answer. 
So, yeah. but I think we could do, you'd kind of have some of the data loaded up on servers in other places and it's just the actual in, in, in the actual um answers are, are inserted it in one place we have one database that has all the answers but the read yeah. only well the same the same thing works for database then if you just if you just have read only databases distributed i mean that is not hard to set up it's not hard to just make a server that's on another location that's a slave right mm-hmm. and that's just that's just constantly pulling in from master mm-hmm. And so then you just do all your regular stuff on the server and then you only write to master, but you read from slave. Yeah, it sounds like that's probably the way that that's one solution. So if there's no way to hash local data on the client in a way to be sufficiently secure from cheating, because that would be the easiest way to solve it. <laughs> yeah. Um I'm thinking like could 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 Colby work out how to like, is there anything that you could do that Colby wouldn't be able to work out? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, because I mean, right now it's it's not that's not really the case. It's it's mostly it's 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 kind of like we have this bimodal distribution and age distribution. We have adults who are like 33 percent, right, who aren't going to cheat because yeah. they're, they're trying to learn it themselves, and then you have kids mostly in the nine through 13 range right. 14 with some high school kids using it some college kids i'm thinking 13 year old colby when I yeah say yeah that. okay so as long as it's complex enough that like a smart eighth grader couldn't figure it out you're probably okay now down the road if we're able to like white label this and have like community colleges and college using our system and it's testing it's an actual course that they're using you know like you can't make it tackable right it's got to be really secure really secure um Mm -hmm. so that would be a a different use case and that's not today's problem that's tomorrow's problem but it'd be nice to to build something that i don't have to rebuild in a year or two from now yeah well it'll be interesting to see how that develops you're talking about um hackable non-hackable something that i've been thinking about is with with laravel vapor um you 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 kind of make a choice is the is the database going to be on the private network or is it going to be on the public network mm-hmm. so obviously if it's on a public network it's easier because you can just access it from your local machine you don't need a jump box all that kind of stuff i was thinking about that and like well by default they do a 40 a 40 character password um vapor so if so if you do a public mysql database they create the password for you it's 40 characters um, I was like doing some, well, I, I asked chat GPT, how long would this take? You know, how long does it take to break a 40 character password? And it's like, well, that would take about, uh, you know, over a quadrillion years <laughs> with current technology. Right. I'm like, huh. Cause like best practices to do like private, you know, private network have to do a jump box, but you know what? Like it, it's pretty hard to, to hack 40 characters. Mm. So maybe maybe that's okay. Forty characters is enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's all I have to say about that. Um, so let's see what else I said. Oh, I was going to tell you. So um, yesterday I went to Walgreens, pick something up right before coming home from the gym, 
It's like five bucks my house. And I had the my first shoplifting experience. You know, you're, you, really? You, you really felt like you had to shoplift for the first yeah, time? It's just, it's just too expensive, man. Like, I'm taking it. No. Um, I, I, I walk in to, um, and I, I was, I was like, I, I asked the, there's a lady who was kind of at the cashier, kind of the cashier. And I said, do you, do you know where the, where she's points to? And then she's like, wait. Uh, and then she's like, she's like, oh, and she's like, tries to get to the guy. And the guy, this guy goes walking out with a bunch of stuff. And she's like, and she's, she, you know, and I went and I, I kind of saw what's going on. And, I, and then I came back after I got what I wanted to and I was checking out and I go, does that, does this happen much? And she's like, yeah, this happens continually. And I was like, well, what? I go, what, what, don't you guys have like a security? Cause there used to be a security guard here. And she's like, yeah, we, we have like a, a law. He said, yeah, our loss prevention guy just left. Like your loss prevention guys, the security guard. He's like, well, not really a security guard. <laughs> like, what? You know. And they said, but they know his schedule, so when he leaves, they just come and just take stuff. And and I was like, I and there was like two two of the women who were working there, and they're both kind of. The, I was talking to the one, and then there weren't really many people buying at that moment. And there was the other woman who was working there was kind of standing there, and I just said, I'm sorry, this is happening. I mean, this is this just sucks. I mean, this is terrible. And I mean, isn't it? Were, it's well, it's hold, a built-in look, business expense. Yeah, but they were both like, they're both really upset, right? I mean, it's really upsetting when people just come in yeah, and take. I mean, it's it's very dis disheartening and kind of ugly and kind of infuriating. Like one of them almost was. I mean, I don't say almost in tears, but she was emot. She was upset. That's why I said I say I'm 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 sorry you guys are having to deal with this this is, this is terrible and um yeah it was really it was really I was like God man just like the guy it's like these guys he's like somebody's gonna come and punch him in the face he like Captain America to show up <laughs> like crack <laughs> this is so and, you know I see this stuff on social media and I was like God that stuff's you know you see places get looted just... and, and these stores being closed down all over San Francisco and Portland and stuff. I'm really glad that you didn't feel the the urge to go and chase them because that would just be a really bad idea yeah no it's funny because i didn't understand what was happening at first because the guy just kind of walked out and she was like trying to you know i didn't know because you really know what's going on like i thought maybe he's like oh he left his credit card or he didn't you know something you know or some there was some something she's like oh i get it you know and oh that thing you were looking for that i actually we do have it in stock you know something like that right and so i didn't know yeah. and then i kind of put two and two together as i was getting to a place and i come on, i go did he just shoplift that she's like yeah and i guess this is happening you know that, that so i did put it out but then like another guy walked in as i had left who looked a little sketchy and i kind of hung out while i wanted to see what was going to happen I was like, is this like, ha- you know, going to happen again? And I just kind of, and I, I just like you're saying, it's like, I know I shouldn't have, but it's like, you know, my brother, Jeff, um, it would be really, really dumb for you to die by someone like that shooting you for no good well, fucking reason. So yeah, don't yeah. Do well, that first of all, most people don't have guns. So that's not really, that's not really the thing. My brother, this actually happened to my brother. He was at a um, sporting goods store in uh, Colorado Springs. This is like five years ago or something, six years ago. And um, there was a guy, it was two guys, or I guess one guy came, was had a bunch of stuff and was still in there. And like, 
he kind of came and he kind of, he, I guess he hurt one of the employees, pushed a female, and then kind of manhandled a rough hand, took one of the male. And my brother was like, oh, hell no. And so my brother went out there and stopped him and was kind of like, had him down, right? He he was in the army, right? Marine Corps. Marine Corps, that's it. No, oh, Jeff doesn't better, fuck that's around. That's even better than me. <laughs> he's like, he's the first guy, well, like, he, he got thrown in jail a couple times when he was younger because of, like, bar fights and stuff. He's the guy who, at the bar, who um, one guy comes up and he gets in their face and then all of a sudden the other guy just cracks him and knocks him out. My brother's the guy who cracks him and knocks him out for a shot. He doesn't push him up. He just, whack, the guy's down. Like, there's so many stories. I mean, all his friends are, dude, you, man, it's time Jeff did this this guy why he just knocks people out right and um so he stopped this guy right had him down and then the other guy he didn't know this was another guy's friend this came at him and hit hit, like with a big paving stone and cracked my brother in the head and um basically i don't know like practically knocked him out or whatever and then they go off running they took off and um and uh, so then later, um, you know, like the police came and took the descriptions, and my brother described them. They go, like, oh, "Yeah, we know who they are," and so they end up getting them. And but actually, it, it was it was really interesting because they were facing a lot of time and and and, and jail because not just from not from the shoplifting, but more from the attack initially on the other employees than on than on my brother. And um, he uh, he actually argued in favor of the defendants and said, look, they're young. I made mistakes. They made a mistake. They don't deserve to go to jail for 10 years or whatever. Which is kind of amazing. <laughs> you know, he's pretty, pretty forgiving. But Jeff, I mean, he's I've told you his story when he's safe. So what happened? Uh, I mean, they I think they went to jail, but not not like, you know, nearly as long as they would otherwise. Is he friends with them now? No. These are these are like <laughs> I'm just street. saying. Like, is is he like some kind of mentor no, in their life no, or something? No, no. I mean, I think they went to prison for or short or jail for a short time. You know, like whatever. I don't know. I, I I'm just be making it up, but that wasn't nearly like what they were facing. And you know, Jeez. but uh, but I've told you a story too about how he, he saved this kid's life in the military with the Blackhawks and flying through the Afghanistan the mountains. And I've I've told that story. I mean, he he's he's done some pretty amazing things before. So yeah. It's a good thing that Jeff wasn't there. He would have just like taken it out. <laughs> it's just like well, I'm you, just you, saying. You see all like, these fights, like that, you see all these fights stuff, and this stuff, all these trains, and everybody else is just standing around, and everybody's just watching while some girls getting punched out. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm like that to a degree, but he's like he's the other level. He'll just like, bam, you know. <laughs> well, leave, let's leave that to him. I don't think you should be doing that. But I was pissed off when I saw when I found out what was going on. I, I was bet, angry, yeah. and then I was kind of hanging. And I felt really bad for the two women employees because they were they felt really and and she said, "Yeah, it happens all just continually, and it's just really it's just terrible." Like they we we got to start cracking down on this stuff. These people got to be start thrown in jail. It's just it's just like this whole thing, this lowering of standards. There's lowering of standards, lowering of standards, letting people get away with looting, letting people going away with not learning, with not doing their job, with whatever. And it's just, 
degrading society. It's just society's going to degrade and degrade until you get, you know, until things start hitting rock bottom where you have nobody can read and nobody can do any math and everybody's, you know, have the streets are full of tents and people hooked on fentanyl and, you know, he, tons of people die from it. It's just like constant, it's just degrading in different ways in different areas. But it's just a point where it's just like, there's going to, you know, people need to start pushing back on that. Well, that was a, that was the second obligatory rant of the show. <laughs> now, on that note, <laughs> I need to tell you that uh, Georgie is uh, asking me if uh, we can be finished. We can be, yeah. I guess we're almost up to the two-hour mark. So, it, I don't know. Was there is there was there anything else you wanted to go to go into? Uh, nothing that's that important. So it's, it's it's it's. I was just gonna say it's amazing Any that shows? our shows are like as long as they are because they don't feel long to me. Do they feel long to you? I know, right. No, no, they, they definitely, they like, even though people say, oh, it's like, it's like two hours. It takes work to get through to me. It, I mean, I could definitely keep going for a lot longer, but, um, it's, yeah, I don't really notice it going by. I don't notice the time going by. Yeah. I, and Mark doesn't notice the time going by because he puts it on double time. It's not three X. Like man, I was thinking thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's funny because you're listed like some of these other podcasts, even the ones that are longer, they they go like an hour, right? And I feel like if we cut this to an yeah. hour, I mean, we would just be flying through stuff. We'd barely have a chance to even really discuss most. Oh things. yeah, there'd be nothing. I don't know. Yeah. Well, remember, it's crazy. <laughs> we, did, we were doing that those everyday show for fifteen minutes, and we and every and every time we we and they, they do, instead of fifteen minutes, they don't go like forty five because I couldn't even get warmed up in fifteen. I couldn't even. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah, You're like, I do. This is not working oh, at totally all. Do. You're like, well, instead of doing two hours a weekend, we'll do like fifteen minutes a day, and that way it's just like we'll, we'll talk about one topic, and it's just <laughs> it was yeah, like the no biggest chance. fail because we're just too meandering. I just don't. I just don't work in that medium very well. I mean, I guess you, it's probably one thing you probably learn how to do. I could probably learn how to do with enough practice, but it's not natural to me. So that was just so. I remember that was funny. When we tried that. So, all right, man. All right, I'll. I'm just going to close with. You wait, wait, close, wait. You, I'll just yeah, close with one ahead. thing. A, li- a link. Elon Musk dot today. If you look at that link, Elon Musk dot today, um, it is a list of all the things he's said that haven't happened. Oh, just real quick, we had to one thing. One <laughs> thing I meant to bring up. So, where's the million dollar Bitcoin? Yeah, go on, go. On. JV. Oh no, I apologies. know. I mean, are you kidding? Like, oh no, no, because <laughs> there was a recent article. He's he's like, yeah, well, I mean, it, it, you know, ninety days, ninety months. I mean, it's it's kind of the same thing. You know what I mean? Give me a break. <laughs> well, I, if you recall, it. I said that was I'm, highly I'm, unlikely that was going to happen, right? I like that's that's I don't see that happening. Yeah, right. Yeah, I thought that was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, things are well, you know a lot of things are possible. So you don't want to say it's impossible. It's never going to happen. But for that to happen, it would just take a, a, a really extreme series of events. I just thought he was so. Even look at you know we've talked about even really smart people can make ridiculously unlikely predictions, and you just got to be careful. I'm just glad I. You just got to. Glad I didn't liquidate everything right. and buy Bitcoin. Yeah, well, that's why you got to be careful. And that's what I said in the yeah, Discord right. is like, I was like, look, I agree. Biology is a smart guy. And I and and I also was, I found his argument, he I, you know, interesting. And I thought he made some really compelling points. But I just think having, this just seems like a too large 
of a, of a, of a prediction. I just it's just un, it's just highly unlikely that this is going to happen. There's a lot of reasons that keep things in a certain range. A lot of forces, economic forces, it, it's you know, et cetera, that that keep that that constrain the range of events and uh, making large large things events happen are just large events happening are just not that high probability. So the thing about Elon Musk to dot today mm-hmm. is it's supposed to be showing you it's 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 Elon Musk today uh, that's the title of it and then the tag is like Donald Donald Trump but for nerds. So what they're showing you is is that he's made all these predictions, he said all these things and that they're all BS. Mm-hmm. Um, and that he's just full of shit. That's basically what the site is supposed to be saying. But actually what my takeaway is no. He's like he's like Michael Jordan. It's it's like shots. He's just having so many shots. He's just doing so many things, having so many thoughts. He's not filtering himself. He's he's saying them. He's putting them out there, and he doesn't. He's not obviously got you know a a record of uh, a, a lot of things. You know, doing a lot of amazing things. But he's also got a record of just saying a whole bunch of shit that never happens. But it seems to me it's like shots on goal in a way. Yeah, if that makes you sense. You know, one thing I, I just my my reaction to that is, um. Anytime you're building stuff and trying to predict when stuff's going to be wrong, I mean, we're, we're always wrong, right? How long is it going to take you to finish that? Oh, two right. weeks. <laughs> I'll have it three months. It's just, you know, even on like smaller scale stuff that we work on, like five, one person, yeah. five person project. It's, just, it's really hard to predict how things are long. The stuff he's building is vastly more complex and there are many more things at play. So you have to take that into consideration. Um, no, but he say, he says stuff like you know. I mean, he 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 says he says stuff, doesn't he? He just sort of says. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, just says what but, I mean. Um, like he's he's but, not he's uh, he doesn't always uh, robo robo taxi now. No, it's true. I guess I guess it is things like he, flying car. Like he said, the roadster's going to use rockets, you know, and it's going to fly. He said, you know, um, robo taxi network. That's going to happen by the end of the year. He said that like every year for the last five years. He's like, you know, Tesla tequila. That's going to, we're going to launch a Tesla tequila. Like he's, he just says so much stuff. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. I would not put a lot of stock on any one thing that he says is going to happen, that it's going to happen and and much less on the timescale that he says it, like, you know, based on his track record. Right. It just, just right. if, especially if it doesn't seem possible, it's like, ah, you know, I just wouldn't put a huge probability on it. But at the same time, he's done more than any other human being alive. He has done more to change the planet and move things forward from a technology basis than anyone alive. So any asshole who wants to get on there and say, well, he's a genius, he's like, he, I'm like, dude, he's a 10,000 times more important than you. Okay. It's, he's, he's, he's like, he's 10,000 times more important. Like, Whoever's criticizing him, whether you're alive or not alive, is probably inconsequential to this planet, right? Some someone, some journalist or some, you know, YouTube influencer, or anyone else, they are not important. They are not moving the needle. They are not even perceptible to the world. Elon Musk, what he's done with Tesla and in SpaceX alone, not to mention what's going on with this, these other companies that might have a big impact, it's un 
believable. So, and, you, and, and the thing is, you don't have to agree with what everyone, you know, I don't have to like every single political position he takes. I don't have to approve of every tweet he, he makes or anything like that because I don't, right? I don't, you know, I, it's not, there, there are tons of people who I think are incredibly talented, incredibly smart, incredibly interested. I still don't agree with them on everything. I agree with them on some things and things I'm like, that's dumb. That's not true, right? It happens to me all the time. Did you, did you click, did you click that um, satellite link that I, I posted um, to the links and stuff? No. I've just, I've just sent it through to you here um, in the chat. Th- this is what really nailed to me what you just mm-hmm. said. Um, if you could just click that link. Links have a and look stuff. At this. Is it the the which yeah, one? No, no. Have a look in the chat in in the Riverside chat where we're recording right now. Where is the... Just click on the the chat at the bottom right hand side. There's oh, a there's okay. a little chat icon. Open up chat. Okay. I posted a link. Yeah, Starlink. Yeah, I mean Jesus Christ. Okay, so so like this, so th- this is so th- I would ask anyone at home to have a look at this satellite map dot space. Yeah. So this is these little white dots are listing. Uh, like all the dots of the of the Starlink satellites, looking at that, that is just that is humbling to me. It's like, how can one man? <laughs> I'm not saying he did all that. I'm not saying he he was responsible for all the the parts of the value chain that put them up there, but he he was responsible for the thinking of it. The, you know, and it. If happened. there was no Elon Musk, there'd be no. <laughs> that, there wouldn't be that, no. There would be no Starlink because there'd be no. There was too expensive to get the satellites up at that. It, 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 in that quantity, and um, there would be no SpaceX. We'd still have these, you know, like the the the, <laughs> the SLS, which is the the launch system from Lockheed, and also yeah, that I thing mean, is like a hundred times more expensive, and it's like four years. I mean, it's, it's just ridiculous. There'd be no electric car industry. I mean, it is because but, of him. But like when you when I look at that 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 satellite map there. Like of of thousands of fucking satellites covering the globe, and it's just like this entire world is surrounded by star by by his creation. It really makes me think: Is it true? Like, is are we actually living in his ancestral simulation? Like, it's how can one person have this much impact? You know, it's it's it seems it seems like such an outlier. Well, he is it's an outlier, and it's because, <laughs> Be, like more of than any other outlier ever happened in humanity yeah i mean you, know you could I mean? like it, no in certain ways this... yeah i mean you could say well certain thinkers were out like you know einstein and you know all the stuff that he was responsible for creating or da vinci or whatever i mean you know you could how was this one person do all this stuff i mean elon can do a lot because of the leverage of technology that people in the past didn't have, right? So that's why he's able to leverage. Yeah. He's, that's why he's able to have such an impact. But also, it's like once you have, once he had a winner, and then he went all in a couple times, and and then was able to just magnify his fortune, and then magnify what he could have tried and do, right? I mean, the reason he was able to do X, which became Pay- PayPal, was because of Zip Two. Right. And the reason he did zip two mm. is because he dropped out of the, his PhD program at Stanford on like the first day. Right. Like that's crazy risk, the risk tolerance. Most people would never drop out of like a Stanford PhD program on the first day. Cause oh, right. And then he puts like 
a good chunk of his fortune that he of like the 30 million or whatever it was he got from zip to into paypal and then he like basically spends all his money on tesla and spacex which was crazy it like blew <laughs> up three rockets and on the fourth one they made i mean it's insane it's level the whole thing's crazy of risk tolerance and so i don't know i mean look elon is all over the place he has all kind of different opinions you're not going to agree with all of them. You may be mad at him because you feel like you don't agree with some of his politics or whatever. Fine. You know, it's like, but you can't deny what he's, but what he's done and you can't deny how important those are to humanity. And it doesn't, and, and simply recognizing that fact doesn't make you a fanboy. It's like, dude, like if Elon, if Elon got into a car wreck tomorrow and died, that would be a huge hit on what we're able to achieve over the next 50 to 100 years is because because spacex will will be like what happened to apple with when jobs died i mean how much has apple innovated with cook like none listen i really want to get i I, so this is a good um, okay i know we got to go i've we've got to stop it i've got to go but i just (laughs) this is the point this is why it's so hard to like wrap up those shows because we just ha- we do have interesting conversations for some for some you weird reason. You get me fired up, man. You get me all. <laughs> <laughs> you brought all right. this one up, so don't go. Drew's <laughs> going. Well, why did you tell Jason to stop talking? Like you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> I brought it up. I brought it up. All right, all right. tell her I apologize. I, I share. I'll share the blame. Um, all right, that's a wrap. We're out.